Your convocation speaker this morning is uh, known to many of you, and honestly, it's been kind of cool. Like Father Micah Flores referenced this camp the other day. Um, her and her husband founded a camp here in Colorado, Camp Voitiwa, that's really been instrumental for a lot of people in their formation, their development. Uh, you went there, I think. I assume that just because you were like, hey, Miss Annie. Um, anyways, please welcome up Ann Powell. All right, timer is going. All right, I want to tell you a little bit about how Camp Foytiwa came to be and my story with it. When you were talking about the path, I was so excited because it's exactly what I'm going to talk about today. So when I was your age, well, maybe give or take a year, I was 15 and I was at a youth gathering, kind of like a Sikh or a Steubenville of the Rockies maybe, big fancy hotel in Chicago, a bunch of high schoolers and a speaker. And the speaker said, I want you to think about your mission. I want you to write a mission statement for your life when you leave this, this room. I want you to go up and write a mission statement for your life. Ask God, what are you calling me to do? Because if you don't know where you're going, you're going to get lost. So I remember going up to my room and journaling. And I must have been the only one actually doing the assignment because no one else was in my room. And I don't know where else anyone went. But I remember saying, OK, Lord, what is my mission? My, what is my mission statement? I don't really know what that means. So I'm just going to ask, what do you want me to do? And then I was like, I don't even know how to answer that. So I remember my youth leader, Joy, saying, God will speak through the desires of your heart. So I was like, all right, Lord, what are the desires of my heart? What do I love? And I remember just thinking about that question and writing down four things. And I was like, Lord, I love you. I love bringing people to you. I was in a very evangelical youth group. I loved my summer camp, and I loved creation. Now, I grew up in the south suburbs of Chicago, as urban as you could get, but my family went to Colorado every summer for two weeks, YMCA of the Rockies. We hiked everything. We biked. We rafted, all the things, right? And I fell in love with that. You all, that's like summer for you. For me, that was everything I lived for for two weeks, right? So. I wrote down those four things, and it was like the Holy Spirit was saying, let's connect the dots. So I was like, Lord, that's what I want to do. I want to bring people to you through creation in a summer camp setting. Wow, what a big call. And I was 15. What the heck do you do with that at 15? So I decided I was just going to tell everyone I met, that's what I want to do. And maybe it would stick somewhere, somehow. So I go on to college and I study education thinking I'll learn how kids grow and develop and how they learn. And then in college, I become a part of a focused Bible study. Um, I assume you guys probably know what focus is, Fellowship of Catholic University students, right? And I was then uh, interviewed to be a focused missionary. I became a focused missionary. And I meet this person that I think is so great. You know, I have this huge crush on him. You can't date and focus your first year. So I have this huge crush on this boy. And he sits down. He's like, oh, you know, you know what I've always wanted to do? I've always wanted to have like a Catholic whitewater rafting kind of ministry, Catholic adventure company. And I was like, OK, two things can happen in this moment. I can either look at him, stars in my eyes, and say, me too. Let's totally get married, like right now. Not the prudent choice. <laughs> or you could walk away awkwardly, and that's what I chose. 
So I was like, I got to go. <laughs> he was like, what did I say? Uh, now I'm married to that man 17 years later, and we have three children. And what was really interesting was second year into, second year into our marriage, all these doors started to open into starting Camp Oitiwa. It's a much longer story than the minute and 10 seconds I have left. But what was interesting is when I told people at 15, what do, I, like, people would say, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I would answer that question. I'd say, I want to have a, a camp that brings people to Jesus. And they would say, oh, how are you going to do that? How are you going to get married? How are you going to have kids? And I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I have no idea. They're like, well, where are you going to have it? How are you going to have your business plan? I was like, I don't know any of those answers. I am 15 years old or 16 or 17, depending on when they asked me. And what God just kept putting on my heart is take the next step. And if I were to look at the, the end and say, okay, I just have to get there and I'm just gonna plow my way through, I never would have, nothing would have happened. Camp would never would have started. But what happened was the Lord every day was like, take the next step that I'm showing you, even if it doesn't make sense. If I'm asking you to do it, I'm paving that path. And now I think about mountains, like when you climb a mountain at Camp Waitua, you, you know, you get to the top, hopefully that's the goal. And then you look back and you see all of those switchbacks and they don't always make sense when you're doing it, but it's the path that's before you. And it's the, you're like, yes, I have to, I have to take the switchback. I have to go here. I don't understand it always, but it does lead to the top. And so following that next step is pretty amazing. So my moment of encouragement to you is what is God asking you to do? What are the dreams that are in your heart? And how is he asking you to take that next step with him? Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. forever.